Ball fresher than a motherfucking peppermint. Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Oh, welcome back to Wildcast Studios for another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcats and a regular season episode of the Wildcast Podcast. As always, I am your host, Adam Lund, and I am joined, as always, by my co-hoster, Mr. Jeremy Boucher. How are we feeling, bud? Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Owen. Owen who? Owen too, like the Wildcats after their first two regular season games. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Uh, that was about the only bad part about being a sports fan, eh? That was a, that was quite, I mean, uh, unless you're a Blue Jays fan. Sorry, but, um, I mean, NHL, NFL, MLB. I mean, if you had, I'm glad the Wildcats weren't playing on Sunday. So I could sit my ass on the couch and flip on to zone, flip on the sports nets, and just catch all kinds of sports all day long. Yeah, there was some serious channel surfing going on um, Sunday. But, of course, on Sunday, uh, my daughter was invited to her first uh, kid's birthday party. <laughs> uh, so uh, this uh, girl by the name of Olivia in her class uh, got uh, invited Avery and some of the other girls. You're from not her. a sports fan, Olivia? <laughs> You're not a sports fan, Dad? <laughs> Uh, well, you know, her, her dad's actually really uh, was a San Francisco 69ers fan, so we, we, <laughs> we chat a little bit. But no, right. but uh, this was her first, like, birthday party. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was good. I was the only dad there, well, excluding, obviously, Olivia's dad. dad. But um, it was uh, it was interesting, you know. Uh, him and I were uh, literally had our phones out every five minutes, you know, refreshing, <laughs> refresh, refresh. Uh, but no, it, it was like 2 to 4.30 on Sunday, and uh, the baseball games kind of all started at the same yep. time uh you know for you know 410 so uh whoever decided to put every game on the last <laughs> day of the regular season at 4 p.m is uh, an absolute genius yeah uh, so yeah there was some serious channel surfing going on uh just uh you know the blue jays did what they have to do in the last three three uh three games of the season swept baltimore just didn't get any help, uh, you know. Going into that last uh, uh, that last game mm-hmm. on Sunday, you know they had to win. They won. They took care of their own business, and yeah. then uh, you know either Boston or or the Yankees had to lose, and unfortunately they both came out on top. So that was it. Which is uh, good. It's good to get new teams, and you know Boston, new teams, New York. They, I'm getting sick of them. They finally deserve a chance to be in the playoff, right? Like. Are you being sarcastic? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, yeah, God. no, a hundred percent. I good. I can't stand the Yankees, the Red Sox, and whatever. I, I don't have a take either way. But I was ready to walk out just... if we were being sarcastic. <laughs> no, no, no. It's. Do you want the MLB to expand the playoff format? Are you cool with the races? To honestly, I, I'm, I'm I like it. I yeah. uh, I like how they, you know, how the back in the day when they only had one one team, wild card, yeah, uh, was really annoying. Uh, the fact that they they play for it now is. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I wonder uh, this, if we. I wonder. If, sorry, I wonder if we see a uh, division realignment at some point. You know, like the Dodgers winning 101 games, and they're a wild card team. The Jays yeah. win 91, and, and with they can't 183. Yeah, you know, run differential on the positive side. I actually saw a conspiracy about that on TikTok, and he he had no basis on anything, but he's like, you know, Kevin Cash, the oh, I saw that one, the, yeah. the GM. <laughs> No, um, my thoughts on the Jays are this isn't like the 2015 team 
where you know you're going to lose your Batistas, yeah. you're going to lose your Encarnacion's, you're going to lose your Donaldsons, you're you're going to lose your Tulowitzkis. This is a core that's going to be together for a very, 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 very long time. Yeah. Um, obviously, they got they have to somehow resign Marcus Simeon and 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 tight pants Robbie Ray. Uh, <laughs> well, I watched. The, I can't remember what game he pitched. The last game he pitched, I flipped over and I'm like. Those are tight. Yeah, that's that's like, that was the 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 the, the race on Sunday the was tighter than his pants. Yeah, and, well, holy. Yeah, I, I'm not too confident that they'll be able to resign them uh, both, especially um, because of Cy Young. Yeah, uh, Marcus Simeon wants to play shortstop. Uh, I think they they like Bo Bichette there. Um, Vladdy's the MVP, or is it Shohei Otani? I think it's me. I think uh, I think it's gonna be tight. Um, I'd like to see them both win it. Yeah, I don't think they're going to both win it. Because it's now if they would have won the playoffs, they both would have. They'd be win both awards. But I know yeah. it's all based on regular season and postseason doesn't mean much when it comes to these MLB awards. But but those are your two frontrunners, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's so. it's Guerrero against Otani, which they both missed the playoffs. So now yeah. they're kind of almost even. Like I know I saw a lot of things that was you know if Otani gets them the Angels to the playoffs or Guerrero gets the Blue Jays to the playoffs. Well, now they both miss. So, who's more valuable to your team—the guy that hits and pitches, or the guy that does what he does every night, and you're scared to pitch at him? That's a good point. Uh, I think Marcus Simeon might get some votes for for MVP as well. Uh, but uh, Cy Young—it should definitely go to Robbie Ray. Uh, you know, it's, I think he's up against Garrett Cole. Uh, I think the one—if if it doesn't go to Robbie Ray, it's they're going to go back to his. That game against the Yankees, uh, third time through the lineup. Third time through the lineup, uh, I think he gave up three home runs in that inning or something like that. Uh, yeah, that's. I, I can't say that they take away an award uh, from him for that, right? But it's the Yankees, so <laughs> you know it's. You can say all you want about about the Yankees, but uh, there's obviously some sort of poll going on for them in in the, in. The, you know, it's the Yankees probably one of the biggest payrolls in baseball and whatever. Um, did, uh, overall, disappointing day. Uh, but, but for a team that did, played half their season in Buffalo, yeah, I, you, you know they can't, they played three different stadiums yeah. at, at, for home. They, you know, they started in Dunedin, moved to Buffalo, came to Toronto. Uh, but once they got to Toronto, this, this team was an the team was an absolute tear. Uh, so I can't wait for them to play all home games in Toronto next year, and. Uh, you know, I just want it. They're, it's going to be a hell of a division. They're again. due. Oh yeah, they're yeah. due. Um, so yeah, let's. Uh, you're gonna make me cry here, but we can talk about it. So let's move <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, no, it was, it was a, it was a great weekend uh, for sports. Um, you know, it ended with the the Brady return and what was really not a great football game. I think oh yeah, the, the, pa- Patriots almost pulled it off. Oh, almost, did they uh, ever? <laughs> like, just a, a doink away from yeah. uh, from upsetting it, and it was. You know, if you if you guys follow me on Instagram on my personal page, that was an ugly win. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you get the wins. We just had to get a win. You're hey, a very passionate sports fan on your Instagram. Uh, I, I, tell I you can that. be, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's funny actually. You go back on my. I go back. I get memories on my Facebook from like ten years ago. <laughs> I was angry. Oh man, I was angry. But uh, no, we got we got the win. The goat uh, was able to not only pass Drew Brees for all time. Suck at Brees. But uh, also got the game and the revenge. But uh, you want to do some guessing? Maybe yeah. Some mass Singer guessing? Yeah, let's do All it. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. We had uh, Group B uh, this past week, including one reveal. Um, Queen of Hearts. 
Queen of Hearts, Mallard, Cupcake, Dalmatian, a Banana Split, Dalmatian was Tyga? Tyga, uh, yeah. I got no idea. So this is um, anybody who went to the club, uh, I would say about 10 years ago, uh, would know the song, the song Rack City. Uh, so Tyga is the uh, singer of Rack City. Uh, there's a very explicit version on the uh, music uh, platforms. There's also a censored version. I must say that the explicit version is much, much better. As they always are. <laughs> uh, I, I, I wouldn't have guessed him. I had, no. I, it had athlete written all over it. Yep. Uh, I actually I, guessed Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. That, Dog pound football player. They yeah. kept bringing all that. I'm like, you know, OBJ had some time off. You, you don't really know when they filmed the show. Um, so, you know, I messaged you, uh, that I had Odell Beckham Jr. for the Browns, not even close. I, mm. Did you have a guess? I, I didn't have a guess. Okay. No, I was completely thrown off. Uh, I, like, I had an athlete written all over it. Uh, but, uh, then Tiger was just, okay. <laughs> well, that was a diff- just, just different. It totally caught me off guard. Uh, Queen of Hearts. Um, I think we're kind of on the same page with this one. You have, uh, I have Jewel. And, yeah. And a lot of the clues didn't line up, but when she sang, Jewel's got a very distinctive singing voice, mm-hmm. and for me, I, I was kind of looking back on the clues before you got here, and I'm just like, there's not really a clue that lines up to be Jewel, but it just, you know, like last year when you heard Hanson and you knew it was Hanson. Oh, 100%. Voice, I knew it was Hanson. This kind of feels like, yeah, yeah, this kind of feels like Jewel, Jewel's voice, and we'll just have to see if the characters kind or the the clues kind of start to match up as we get into week two. Yeah, I've got Jewel written down as well, um, but I've got... I mean, I've got Dolly Parton slash Jewel slash Reese Witherspoon. Uh, so I, 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 now, I'm in fairness going... with Dolly, that mouth on the Jewel is pretty big to cover yes, up. Yeah, because you know, talking about image and what mm-hmm. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton's famous for Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. It, yeah, exactly. So, so you'd I'm, have I'm, to cover that up. So I, going, I don't mind that. I'm going two singers, two well-known singers, yeah. and then a well-known actress. So. Who knows? But uh, yeah, this one's interesting for me. I no clue. Yeah, you got anything for the mallard, the duck? I got, I got nothing. Literally nothing. The uh, the guest judges are had uh, Garth Brooks, Billy Ray Cyrus, Alan Jackson. Sure, I see they're they're going country, country singers. Yeah. I'm not going country singers. Okay. I'm picking up a DJ vibe, uh, Canadian DJ by the name of Dead Mouse. Uh, you probably know him. You don't know Dead Mouse. I've heard Dead Mouse, but I don't See, know. See, where's like yeah. the he- the and the big Mickey Mouse. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. I know so, who he is. I just don't know. Like there was a clue. Yeah, I don't know how it was worded, but it said something about how um, something about being used to wearing masks. And so I was like, oh, okay. And then I kind of saw how their intro video kind of had like a a beat in the background to it. Uh, so I kind of like, I was like, okay, well, it's, I'm thinking, okay, maybe it's dead mouse. So I wrote that down. I don't, I just don't know if he can sing. That's, mm-hmm. that's the thing. So, uh, that's, but I'm going to stick with it just for, cause I actually want to see how close or how incredibly far off I really am. All right. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, cupcake. I, I just flat out guessed Billy Porter. I mean, yeah. he's been. He's been rumored, or not rumored, but he's been guest on the show a few seasons, and um, I can't even tell you what he does. I believe he's a designer, a clothes designer, mm-hmm. um, but he's been rumored a few times on the show. 
Yeah, the judges had RuPaul, Roberta Flack, Tina Turner, Leslie Jones, which would be awesome. But uh, yeah, I just I was like, he's been rumored a couple times. I'm gonna go with Billy Porter and see what see if clues shake out going into next week. Zero, zero for me. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of on board with the you know RuPaul thing, but yep. uh, I don't even have anything written down. <laughs> so I don't even have anything written down for the Bonnet Bennett split. So that's the one that's very difficult. But I will say. Um, as beautiful and as great as as Jenny is, mm-hmm. she doesn't have the best guests. Uh, guesses most of the, the time. time yeah. She she's always a little off. Uh, however, I will say when she guessed Catherine McPhee and David Foster, I just had the sense she just seemed very confident. Yeah. Uh, in her in her in her guess. So um that doesn't happen often with with Jenny McCarthy. No. So I I have this, you know, I have this feeling that I think she's she's on she's on with this one. Yeah, I don't know if this is actually a, like a couple. I think this is like a a pair in Hollywood and, and in the music. I got no idea on the banana, uh, but for the split uh for the split, the ice cream form of it, uh, I went to Dina Menzel and I just feel like this is going to be a group that Split's gonna sing, and then next week Banana's gonna do something. Okay. Like I feel like they're very talented. I don't know who it was playing the piano with with uh, Adina Menzel singing, but the singing voice kind of made me think it could maybe be her. But again, we have to see what clues are gonna be yeah, able to because um, we are all over the place. So um, that was our mass singer clues guesses. Uh, we're back uh, uh, next week with another group A, I do believe, as we narrow this thing down. Don't forget, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, Moncton Wildcast, Instagram, Wildcat Pod, Wildcast Podcast. You'd think I'd get this after so many times and reading it. Uh, now TikTok as well, and don't forget to like and subscribe on the YouTube. We're gonna move into the quick question. It's a simple one here. We'll get to the game later. First time they lost the home opener since I've been here, but your thoughts on the actual home opener atmosphere arena being back in a regular minus the masks, obviously, but you know, being back in the whole, the whole night. Um, I was hoping for a bigger crowd. Uh, however, I got to say that the, 3D video was pretty cool. Yep. Uh, it was really well done. And introductions were pretty good. Poor Nathan Casey hobbling from out back all the way to the bench. <laughs> Just put him out on the bench and then uh, show the spotlight yeah, on him. Yeah. Uh, I like think sneak him out there in the dark and then put the light on. Him. I think one of the Wildcat staff members got skipped over, didn't get introduced. Oh, really? um, I think. Because uh, Buddy was getting ready to wave and then all of a sudden was the person next to him oh, that okay. got introduced so <laughs> um yep um what else am i missing here game wise i know they hired these in-game entertainers or whatever i miss paul thomas yeah uh, paul thomas was just a he just had a as how am i gonna say this calming he's he's not bilingual Right. So his his French is a little you know s- questionable, but he he does uh, he make he does a good job of, of yeah. making sure people understand what he's saying in French. Um, but I miss Paul Thomas. Uh, I I just thought that these people just didn't bring the same enthusiasm and energy uh, as he does, 
so that's one one small thing. I think Ampton Singer is great. Uh, really? I like the whole I like I like the whole opera vibe. I kind of hope that's a one time thing. Uh, I like the opera vibe. Um, okay. You know, I thought Charlie Owens last year kind of went through it a little quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like when it's a when it's beautiful, nice voice. Uh, you know, take your time with the anthem. You don't have to rush through it. Uh, you can tell this 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 I'm not I forget what his name is. Uh, you can tell his French is in his first language, so you know there's a bit of a struggle when it came to translating the song. But um, I'm a big fan of the opera voice. Uh, I think it's that's kind of where you Moncton used to bring in a guy named Lyndon Sluage. He used to he sang "O Canada" for the Ottawa Senators for a while. Mm-hmm. So way back in the day, uh, Moncton would always bring their anthem singer to town for for the home opener, and this guy killed it. Like he was so good. So getting, you know, the whole voice vibe, I'm getting Lyndon Sluage. Um, what am I going to say? Uh, Performance-wise, are we talking about the game? No, or? we'll get to the game. Later. Okay. Um, yeah, there was... Uh, we agree on a few things. Um, yeah, for, for a, a rink that only had 4,000 people in there... The concessions area was pretty packed. Yeah, um, you could barely walk around. Uh, you know, you're waiting in line for beer for the entire intermission, uh, and that just seemed weird. So, uh, but I do got to say, the security when they're checking their IDs and stuff like that was was. Uh, so how did how did that go? Because I went through the season ticket entrance. For me, it was it, was, it wasn't was long. Four people. So how was it through the actual it, it entrance? Did, the lineup itself looked long, but it went very quickly. Okay. Um, literally, you got there. You, you show out your. I took out my my wallet size laminated, you know, vaccine passport. If you want to call it that. My driver's license. They look it over. They say, okay, yeah, names match. Go ahead. You know, you were. You, you got there and you're thinking, oh shoot, you're gonna be in line for 20 minutes. But I was in the building within like five minutes. Yeah. yeah so it yeah, went really well. Uh, other than that, uh, I, I can't think of anything else that I would really critique about it. Uh, I think you know the the video was good, uh, introductions were good, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll get to the game later. Yeah, we'll get to the game later. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was. The video was really cool. I thought it was going to be a little bit longer. Um, I wish they would keep it. I think that would set this arena and you know the level apart. They won't obviously keep the on ice. Um, so I thought it was pretty cool. It was way better than the home opening, arena opening uh, video and format. Right. Like they actually had it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm with you. I miss Paul Thomas. Um, it just that was a voice you got used to listening to. I don't know how long he's been doing it. He's been doing it since I've been here. Years. But years. Yeah. Um, one thing I did notice, no French. The intermission wasn't in French. Like the one minute to play wasn't in French. Uh, cleaners on the move, uh, anything. There was a girl voice for a few of the things that stuff wasn't in French. So, I mean, I don't know if they just threw somebody else out to do these recordings and didn't think of the French, which seems a little odd, but you know, there was no French. Yeah. Good point. And Mm -hmm. it's, from coming from not French to French, I'm now used to hearing the... Fr- can't understand it. But I'm now used to hearing it. Um, anthem singer, like I said, I kind of hope that's a one, one-time one thing. I liked Charlie last year. Um, I'm not a fan of the opera st- style as much uh, for me. But, yeah, the arena, it looks like they've taken some time to, to do some new things. Uh, the Moosehead Bar, they, they had it nicely lit up. The Candy Depot was... 
packed. Again, no chocolate bars. <laughs> Candy bar. Maxie's, uh, had Maxie's. She had the taco, the burrito bean bowl, 18 bucks. It was pretty good. So, um, but yeah, no, it's, it was good to see a full concourse because <laughs> yeah. he didn't exactly see a full. And I just wonder, I know that the team just hates giving discounts or it seems like they hate giving discounts. But for one night, your home opener, you're you're putting out the big video celebration. Yeah, tickets like nineteen ninety six. Uh, you know, nine dollar something. I don't even know what tickets would have been like in nineteen ninety six. They might yeah. have only been like sixteen dollars. But yeah. this is the time, and this is the one year you do this. Charlottetown has a great thing going with Cyber Sunday. I mean, we're gonna get into it at the very end of the show. You're doing your nineties era night. These tickets got to be nineties prices mm-hmm. or nine dollars and sixty cents for 96 or whatever like even a section or something you got to throw different things out into the uh into this because right now with having to be double vaxxed and the issues that's creating with people and whatever you got to try and get people in the building and i i just i i I wish there would have been something more towards the you know coliseum pricing for one night only or or whatever. I did like the mm-hmm. the uniforms, the uh yeah, those are especially those are the sharp. retro warm-ups. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I actually forgot they were doing it till I was over top of them walking out for Instagram and all of a sudden there goes Crawford and I'm like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're wearing yeah. they're wearing those. Will they bring back the retro jerseys permanently when they do the 96 game and the 99 game cuz Moncton's had a few different styles? Highly unlikely. I think they're missing the boat there, but um yeah, I like those. What did you think of the blues? Like St. From... Louis blues? No, yeah. <laughs> Ivan um, Barbashev, great player. Yes. Uh, uh, the blue. I think they look a little bit better on the ice. They the, yes. The, I really like the back. The back is sharp with the white mm-hmm. uh, lettering, blue trim. The jersey as a whole lacks for me, uh, but I understand it. It's got the cat head from the fifth anniversary black ones. The two pinstriping from the tenth anniversary. The like I get the whole theory, but I do like the the blue. I like that style of blue on the ice. I think they could go to a permanent third blue. Yeah, it's a really sharp looking jersey. Uh, big fan of it. Uh, I was surprised to see you know fans already walking around uh, wearing them. Uh, so I can only imagine how much of a pretty penny that they paid for those. Because uh, didn't they send out an email? Yeah, yeah. They're like they're not they're an authentic. Like they're not. Yeah. They're not one of those that you're buying without the cat stripes on it. They are an authentic. They're like yeah. 400 bucks. So I don't think I've ever bought my wife something for $400. <laughs> uh, so I don't think I'd go out and buy a Wildcats jersey for $400. No. Uh, they're sharp-looking jerseys. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know. I'm not I, sure how many times they're going to wear them this season. No, but uh, I, I like them. And, yeah. you know, for whatever times they decide to wear them, uh, I like them. I don't, I don't think they'll ever wear them on the road, though. No. Uh, they're definitely going to be a, a, a home thing only. But no, they looked really good. Uh, nothing really, no complaints, no complaints. I'm, uh, you know, I think we'll that'll that'll change when we start getting into the game <laughs> talk here. But uh, which is right now? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so let's uh, talk about these uh, first two games <laughs> of the season. <laughs> weekly rewind. Can we like weekly rewind and like do these games all <laughs> over again? Like. <laughs> Yeah, the Wildcats, who record is now 0-2. Uh, they lost both games to the Titan this weekend. I will say, though, we're 0-2. 
mm-hmm. we're also sharing last overall in the division with the St. John Sea Dogs <laughs> yes. Memorial Cup hosts. Yeah, I didn't let, I didn't not uh I didn't not let that not be a thing uh, on the post game show on uh, Saturday night. Um these games we can go into them together, we can go into them individually either way. Friday was a 4-2 loss, Saturday was a 5-2 loss. They were basically mirror images of each other. Mm. Moncton came out. Uh, they didn't get the lead in either game. They fought back. This thing ended up being 2-2 at the first period. Moncton looked really good. They were in it. Um, you know, Even the first period on the Saturday game, I was thinking, all right, we got beat pretty good Friday night. We're going to come back, and we're going to be able to, like we said, play really well and get into this thing and, and maybe sneak out an overtime victory. And then the damn intermissions come. And it's just something that this team cannot translate from first period to second period. And ultimately, you know, like Dan said in his uh, in his post game, and and I think one of the articles was Sean of the Times and Transcript, they're going to have to play 60 minutes. And they're going to have to play 60 minutes every night to have a chance. And right now this team is at the 20-minute mark. They're playing twenty minutes, maybe twenty-five in the uh, a couple <gasps> spurts in the Sorry. in the third period. <laughs> Computer, just mute the whole thing. Goddamn thing! <laughs> it's uh, a new laptop. <laughs> Back off. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, five. They they outshot Moncton or they outshot Bathurst nine three in the third period, but none of those shots on Saturday were really quality. Um, you know, they were trying to get trying it, it, the game in in Bathurst, but this team right now they're gonna have to play sixty. They're gonna have to play perfect. They played about 24 minutes on either night, and, and the games pretty much Cobb com- and Carby each other. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Friday night, they got off a good start, 2 nothing lead, and then... Uh, she gone. Yep. <laughs> um, Saturday, Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday night. 2-1 lead. She gone. Yep. Uh, don't know how much to say. Um, there's They're clearly missing... Uh, Philip Dow. They're clearly missing. Okay, I, I, we're not going to say De Grosse anymore. Yeah, we're gonna call him Sammy Long Name. Sammy Long Name. Okay, All right. that's your new, that's your new hashtag. <laughs> so Sammy Long Name. We're not even like it'll save you from having yeah, to say no, it. She, and yeah, no, I like that. Sammy I like that. Long Name. I like that. And um, yeah. So they're clearly missing those two. Yeah. Um, we found out today that Dow got injured at Ottawa's camp or something yeah, like that. So had an IR tag behind it beside his yeah. name. Um, I thought IR stood for immediate return, as an immediate return to Moncton, uh, but apparently not. Ah, um, not quite. So I was surprised to see him sent to Belleville because yeah. he's not signed, right? I don't think so. I don't think he has an ELC. Let's do a quick. Do a quick, uh, quick shot Google, there. Quick uh, check here on the old uh, fact check yourself. <laughs> uh, fact check yourself before you wreck, wreck yourself. yourself. I appreciate that. Um, While you're doing why that. Why does he have a jersey number? Oh, God. <laughs> he has a jersey number he with had Belleville. That, that's, his, that's his practice jersey. He had that before. Oh, okay, unsigned. So he's yeah. unsigned. Okay. Um, so for him to I mean, stay yeah, with you, Belleville, yeah. he would have, have to, sign. to sign a contract. Which, good uh, luck. Like We are hoping for you. Yeah, I mean. To come back. Pretty sure Ottawa's got the cap room for that. Yeah. Um, but no, they're missing him. Uh, they're missing Sammy Long name. Uh, they're even missing Blagden. Uh, you know, I I don't know what Blagden's going to be. Yeah. But just that veteran presence in the lower end of your lineup. Um, 
these two games again, just like last year, Spencer MacArthur show. Yeah, might want to take that guy. Might yeah. just want to cover that guy. Six points in two games. That's a he's a tough guy, tough guy to cover. Um, he's I think he's gonna get fifty goals this year for sure. <laughs> It'd be easy. Um, yeah, Bennett yeah. MacArthur is is a is a big player, uh, but he's also got a wicked shot, so you yeah. can't really blame anybody on it. Um, yeah, Philly uh, probably didn't play his best game. Uh, that first goal by Brantz, I think he was giving up half the net. Uh, from my vantage point, uh, you know, he really overcommitted to the uh, uh, to the right side of the net. Um, <laughs> I think half the net was 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 wide open. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what kind of uh, just took a wrong angle. Yeah, I think so. Um, there was, I think, a, two more. I think he probably could have had. Uh, so I'm not gonna look. I'm that's what, come that's his second and, game, though. He only played one preseason yeah, game. Yeah, I'm right? not gonna come and shit on, on a 17 year old goalie here. No, um, because it's. I mean, let's, let's be honest. The, the defense wasn't great either. No. Uh, so, um, yeah, there is. Uh, who were you disappointed by over the weekend? Because I've got a couple names. I'm just gonna spurt out. One of them is Max Barbashev, um, who I just thought was. You know, if you would have told me that he was in the lineup, I would have said, where the hell was he? Because uh, he was not doing what Max Barbashev was doing last year. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if that's him or if I'm not sure, or that could very well be the game plan that Bathurst put out is keeping this guy away from the front of the net. He was, uh, to me, invisible. Yeah. Uh, wasn't around. Um, I, I could say the same for Ty Bell, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to start harping on him either because one, he's, he's got still, a grace period. Yeah, he's he's he, 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 grace period. I, I'll, I'll I'll put it that way. Um, he's uh, you know probably still getting accustomed to things, mm-hmm. um, but I know we don't have to worry about these players because they're going to come around. Uh, but I will say, my boy. Thomas Auger yeah, was the best player in those two games. Uh, and to say that is great, mm-hmm. but to also think about that is a bit of a letdown because this is a 12th <laughs> round pick um, who didn't play any hockey last year and has came to camp and just made it difficult to cut him. Uh, and to, and he's doing everything he can to keep staying in the lineup. And I don't think there's a situation here where he's, I just don't think he's going to be a healthy scratch at any point in the near future, because if he keeps playing like this, he's going to be a regular. Yeah. Yeah. He was spoiler alert later. Um, Jake Stewart for me, um, we did not win a lot of faceoffs. He's counted on to. Win a lot of faceoffs. Um, he's one of the players that just seemed like he couldn't really get anything going. Um, that's probably one of the disappointments for me. Um, just like you with uh, with Oje, one of the, the players that I thought had a good couple games uh, was Vinny LaBelle. Mm-hmm. Um, he was out there. He was fast. Um, wasn't wasn't afraid of much. Um, and for a guy that. 
We needed to stay healthy. Uh, he was in on a lot of things. So for me, um, yeah, those are probably the the good and the bad of of the two game set. The thing that and I talked about it in last week's episode on the uh, post game show. They're zero for seven on the power play, and it's horrendous. <laughs> like they couldn't get into the zone. Please stop with the drop pass. It's not working. Wait till you actually get some power play goals to make it work. Um, you know, it's got to be a, a dump and chase. Go grind it out. Get it. Um, now, this is where Dao comes in handy. This is where Sammy Longname comes in handy. Um, maybe Blagden comes in handy standing in front of the net. Uh, but it's there's something that just hasn't clicked yet with this club, and it, it worried me coming into the season because it wasn't like we had four or five guys on the power play that weren't going to be here when the season started. It was the crew. And, and like Lacroix said on his uh, post game uh, interview there, you know, you had some guys out of the lineup near the end of the, the, the game. So they were kind of getting used to each other, but it's just, it's not good. It's, they couldn't get any sustained pressure. I don't know if we can deny taking power plays. Cause they played pretty good five on five for most of the game. Did I dig a power play? Yeah. Decline. Yep. Just put your arm up. Look at the coach. Now nah, we don't want it. You know what I mean? Like they played pretty good five on five, but you know, the first game they're up two nothing. What gets Bathurst back in the game? Nine mm-hmm. seconds in a power play goal. Mm-hmm. So that's until it gets working. That's, that's what's going to worry me because this team's going to have t- struggles finding the offense. The power plays are where you need those momentum plays. And right now it's even more of a killer because they can't even get into the zone to set anything up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta think this is going to be a week of, of special teams practice. Uh, cause you're right. Dreadful, uh, <laughs> absolutely dreadful. Uh, but really there's no, there's no firepower on this team. Uh, there's no game breakers on this team right now. Uh, so you're not going to expect, I mean, if you can get one power play goal every, every, se- what, did, what did I say a couple weeks one ago? Every five. Did I say one every five? I thought I said one every seven. Uh, <laughs> no, you said one every five. Okay, well, that's not gonna happen then. No. <laughs> so uh, no, we're we're missing some holes here, and uh, we're just hoping to God that they can get them back in the lineup here as, as quickly as possible because uh, you know it's yeah it's a long season, but uh, you know St. John's not gonna lose every game, and we're not gonna. Yeah, no. we don't have the 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 uh, the team to start chasing once uh, if you get too far back. So, uh, got to get some uh, get a straight pins and mustard in these. Uh, what's the uh, hot dogs? Hot dogs in the in the bread basket. Uh, what's the uh, <laughs> bread? Even know where you're going? The bread some basket. Some about the bread basket. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, usually a shot into the bread basket. Yeah, you get some shot into the, the logo, which yeah, you don't want. You don't want to do that, but you want to. Tickle the twine is that is that the yeah, word? That's the one you want. Yeah, that's we'll, the one. Go, we'll go with that one. <laughs> big uh, hockey guy over here. Yeah, big yeah. hockey interview guy. Yeah. Um, hey man, yeah, do <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> uh, switching gears, looking at Bathurst. I mean, you had to temper the expectations coming into this thing, which is what we did, saying we're hoping for one point. Um, this is a team. You know, I had a lot of people ask me how the the Wildcats did on the weekend, and you know, lost to whatever. What? Oh. Uh, this is a team that's expected to compete for the Memorial Cup, and they were missing Hendricks Lapierre. And even without Hendricks Lapierre, this was a team that is pretty good top to bottom. Like they've got some pretty decent skill. Um, you know, we had Johnny Rocket on asked about the goaltending. 
Chad Arsenal looked just fine. He wasn't tested all that much in the third period, even though we were outshot, but still. Um, Bednar looked all right. This is a team that I don't think we're going to beat this year, especially come uh, trade deer line, but this is, this is a good team in Bathurst. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, they, I'm sure they'll make some moves. Uh, I think they'll go all in, but I think that'll depend. If, if, if Hendricks Lapierre ends up sticking it out in Washington, that's a huge blow. Uh, to Bathurst, that would be Ooh, on the bad. same level as as the year they were expecting Patrice Bergeron back from Boston. He's stuck with the Bruins. Uh, that would be just uh, a huge, huge kick in the in the groin. The only silver lining is they didn't give up a lot of first round picks for him, so they still have some to go get players. But yeah, that's that's not great. So yeah, they're they're gonna buy. Yeah. Um, I was actually talking to Johnny of the weekend, and uh, I was like, um. What would you think of a captain for captain swap? Do like a Dao for Chisholm. Yeah. Because that's an upgrade for them. Um, we still get a leader. Uh, obviously, we would get Monk and we get more assets back uh, than just that. But um, <laughs> for something like that, would for, for would work, I think. Uh, but we're not going to get in trade scenarios. <laughs> we haven't even reached the third game of the regular <laughs> season yet. Yeah, we got we a month are. and at least a month and a half. Yeah, before we start talking about some trade rumors here. But. Uh, yeah, what was his answer? He was for it. Okay. Uh, he was for it. So, uh, and you know, it's 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 gonna look not great for Moncton if a trade like that's done because we're especially if it's one for one. Well, let's not be one for one. <laughs> you know, we're not we're not doing a, a Taylor Hall for uh, what was it? Uh, Adam Larson. Adam Larson one for one. That's it. That's for the Taylor tweet. Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would almost be on the level of the uh, what's that Eagles trade that you don't. Uh... Oh yeah, that tra- that trade for second overall. Uh, Just tie the Eagles in as they're coming in this weekend. Yeah, yeah. no, that would uh, that would something like a one for one trade like that would that would be on the level. That would be on the same level. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We're uh... but he was okay with that kind of yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously, like to throw. He said uh, Dawu and probably a uh, Chisholm, a pick and a prospect for for Dawu. He'd be happy with that. And when we say pick, obviously it could be like at least a second rounder and a prospect. So haven't really ch- looked at the uh, Bathurst prospect pool, but we got time. We got time. We're we're just we uh, plenty of shooting time. some uh, throwing <laughs> throwing throwing darts right now and, and seeing what sticks. But uh, no, Bathurst is going to be up there. Charlottetown is going to be up there. Uh, Halifax. I mean, you know, if they, if they they're going, I think they're going to over deliver. This year, um, overachieve, overdeliver, whatever yeah. you want to call it, and um, yeah, so it's easily gonna be it's it's gonna be between ourselves and Cape Breton for that uh, for that last spot. Absolutely, and that uh, just perfectly ties into previewing Cape Breton, who we haven't seen since uh, preseason of last year, and that was in Cape Breton. So we watched that one, I believe, on their YouTube channel. Um, Cape Breton comes in one and one. Uh, they got the victory over. Halifax on Sun Saturday, Saturday I believe in the shootout. Um, this is going to be, you know, for going against a Bathurst team that's expected to per- pursue a Memorial Cup. This is more of going to be a game on our level. Um, these two teams are going to be fighting, battling all year to stay out of the the maritime basement. Um, I don't even know what to expect from this Cape Breton team coming in. 
Uh, I'm excited to watch Ivan Ivan. And uh, no, they got no, two. That's a good name. Yeah, that's a good name. Yeah, Ivan Ivan or <laughs> Ivan Ivan. Uh, they got two Ivan. young goalies, uh, Nick Ruccia and uh, Remy De La Fontaine. Um, Connor Trenholm, uh looks like he's going to be a good player for them this year. I really hope we can get something out of these two games. Yeah, uh, I would like to get a win. I prefer the win to be Friday night on home ice. Because uh, home wins are much better than road wins. <laughs> home wins are are much better than road <laughs> wins. Uh, it's gonna be good. Nice to have Pat back in the building. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Patty Mac behind the mic. Uh, well, now you gotta go to that game. Well, if Patty's there. Yeah, Swiss those Eagles were uh, staying overnight Friday night, going a little <laughs> oh. bender after the game. Ooh, a, what a party! Apparently that would be. they're not. What? Uh, yeah, they're gonna drive down Friday morning and. Drive back uh, right, right after the game, so I mean that's uh, you know that's a good haul and the uh, for uh, for a seven o'clock game. So hopefully Moncton can maybe take advantage of those uh, bus legs uh, that the Eagles show up and uh, yeah, that's a long haul on the bus. It is. I mean, you got to think if you're going to take advantage of it. It has to be because I would think Moncton would go down Saturday and stay for a four o'clock Sunday game, right? They got to. I mean, that would be. Is it? <laughs> that would even be an earlier. Yeah, that's like a nine a.m. leave. That's. Or earlier than that. Um, I would be surprised if if they do that. They're on the road at seven or eight for sure. Yeah, no, they're, they got to be staying overnight. They I'm hope. I hope. I hope to God they do. Bernie, uh, if you're listening. Yeah. Um. I, I can't. Is... I don't. I don't know what to say because I haven't seen them yet. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's tough to preview a game when when you haven't seen the team yet. Uh, but you're gonna want to put a put a guy on Connor Trenholm. Uh, you're gonna want to put a guy on Yvonne Yvonne. Uh, and then and there, Dawson Stairs. Dawson Stairs, and uh, I can't think of their other. Uh, I know Jeremy Langlois on, on the back end's good. FJ Buteau is La Rochelle. La Rochelle. So they've got some names. I mean, yep. they're not gonna blow you away. Bit of a veteran decor, as opposed to yeah, a pretty young decor. So. Yeah. And of course that uh, Connor Short Shortall, who's uh, of course included in that uh, pick, that trade for the second <laughs> overall pick. Uh, <laughs> so I got high expectations for him if they got uh, absolute garbage in return. So uh, yeah. this weekend you would, you just want to come away with two points. Oh, man, I'd like to have four, but uh, well, I'd love to have four, and you know, just get right back into two, two and two going into the f- next week against Halifax, I think uh, Bathurst and Halifax, but. At minimum, you gotta at least get two points out of these out of these games because you're gonna be battling this team all year long. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna be generous because we we said one point last last weekend, uh, and we didn't even get that. So I'm gonna say three. Oh, okay, I'm gonna say three out of four here. Um, I think we'll win on home ice Friday night, and uh, I think we'll take an overtime or shootout loss on uh, on on Sunday afternoon. All That's right. my guess. You heard it here first, and uh, I think they're going to get a power play goal in each game. That's my big hot take. You went three points. I'm going to give them a power play goal in each uh, in each game. All right. Well, it's uh, it's back to everyone's favorite part of the show. Eric Murray Realty. Buy a house from him. Stick tap of the week. I missed that jingle. I know, right? Uh, yes. I'm so glad to be back for my segment of the show that everybody just absolutely adores so i get so many thank you messages and uh no i don't i'm just kidding (laughs) um so last week 
I did pretty good at work. So the boss said, if you have a good week, you can have Friday off. So I did pretty good. So I took Friday off. <laughs> uh, so what did I do Friday? I had myself what we call a couch day, where you just lay on the couch and do absolutely nothing. nothing. That's what I did Sunday, actually. Yeah. No, oh, no. Kind of. So I had my couch day on Friday, and I decided I'm going to order some delivery. And I ordered from Smoke's Petunery, located downtown in Moncton, uh, kind of where, oh, man. Pizza uh, Girls. Pizza Girls is where yeah. uh, the, the restaurant uh, was Applewood Smoked Barbecue, whatever it was called. Yeah. Uh, that, rest in peace, didn't make it. <laughs> um, so I had Smoke's probably 10 years ago in Halifax, and I hadn't had it again since last Friday. Uh, and yeah, I got to tell you, man, this is some absolute incredible poutine. And they've got a mixture of everything. Uh, I went with the buffalo chicken wing poutine, yeah. boneless yeah. chicken wing. What are you looking at? <laughs> I just went to the... Oh, talk curdy to me? Yeah, I just went to the... Con- Sorry to cut you off. I just went to contact because I was going to get the, the address for yeah. it. And it says, talk curdy to me. <laughs> Feedback type. What are you wearing? <laughs> and it's got my birthday suit, boxers, briefs, boy shorts, a thong, tuxedo, and a bunny costume. <laughs> so it just shows you the uh, kind of personality yeah, that exactly. you can expect out of this restaurant. Yeah. Um, this was an amazing boutine. Um, it was like boneless, uh, boneless chicken wings, fries, you know, gravy, uh, buffalo sauce, ranch dressing, green onions. Okay, green onions. You know, it's not mm. Whatever. Um, this place is really good. I really hope this place survives. Um, cause funny enough, a few years ago, long before we met, I was actually interested in franchising a location of Smokes Petinery in Moncton. When you say before we met, you mean you and me or you and Megan? Before like we met. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was interested. This doesn't shock me by, no, by any means. No, absolutely not. It shouldn't I shock was, you as fans. I was looking to become a franchisee of Smoke's Poutinery. And, you know, I was just like, oh, you know, whatever. What, what do I know about owning a restaurant? So I just said, screw it and didn't do it. But I'm <laughs> so glad somebody decided to bring it to Moncton. Well, what you don't know about restaurants, you probably know about poutines. Yes. So you could, if there's one you could do. That is this true. Is it, right? yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. But I think they've they've got this one nailed down. Yeah. Location uh, is key. It's downtown. It's a, it's a it's a pub. It's an after bar. Uh, you know, try to eat away the potential of a hangover in the morning. I think it's open till like three or four in the morning. Uh, so it's perfect. Uh, you know you. Go grab yourself a poutine after after your uh, your night at the bar, and you feel great the next morning when you wake up. Uh, so I'm very confident in this place. If you haven't gone there yet, check it out. Um, they're on Skip the Dishes. They're on DoorDash. Uh, you'll always pay a little more if you do, if you take away from those uh, those delivery services. But uh, mm-hmm. you know the regular price isn't that bad. Uh, it was like eleven eleven fifty or twelve dollars for uh, you know a decent size poutine, which is. Uh, you know, well worth the money. The value is is there. Yeah, go go check it out. Um, lots of flavors. They got chicken. They got pork. They got beef. They got vegetarian stuff. They got traditional poutine. They've got something for everybody. 
Um, so let's let's pump up this uh, the smokes here and ma- make sure they're in Moncton this day. Yeah, I had the a uh, couple of weeks ago at uh, work. They brought in lunch for us. Uh, we had smoked poutineery. I just went with pulled pork. Just get my feet wet. You never know, especially with takeout, what it's going to be like in a box. This was delightful. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't get to eat it right when it came to work, but even 15 minutes later, the fries on the bottom weren't soggy. They yes, were good and crispy. still hot, like, right? Yeah, it was not like some poutines you get in the fries are just soggy and it's... Uh, but yeah, no, this is and the packaging is good is nice too. Yeah. Like it, it, it decent doesn't... size for the money too. Yeah, and it doesn't come in like one of those brown bags. It comes in like in an authentic smokes petunery bag, yeah. uh, which I actually held on to because it's going to be great to go grocery shopping <laughs> uh, with that. So um, no, so glad to have the uh, stick tab of the week back. Uh, hopefully next week's not about food, uh, but uh, no, this. Um, this place is 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 booming. Uh, it's absolute baller of, of a put-in joint, and uh, s- couldn't be more happy to have it in town. What a sponsorship that would be! Yeah. The stick tap of the week, sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the Greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. All right, and uh, obviously, thanks to Eric for being back another year for uh, sponsoring, and welcome back, Rosemary Lynn's Massage, bringing back the Wildcast Wildcat of the Week. Um, we're very lucky to have her back as a sponsor another season, and they're doing a very special discount. If you are a healthcare worker or a first responder, go to their website, rosemary-lynn-massage-dot-business-dot-site. These free websites. <laughs> um, and you get a coupon for 15% off uh, now until January 1st, 2022. Again, it's all healthcare workers, all first responders. If there's people out there that need that, it's them. Um, and if you want to relax from all the craziness out there, just give her a call at 506-830-1224. Well, the first Wildcat of the week pretty much goes to a guy that, uh, if you've heard Jeremy talk about him, um, he's a guy that he's, uh, like he tweeted out, that's gotta be the song every time OJ scores, uh, Thomas OJ, one of the best players on the ice in both games, had his first QMJH goal, uh, Saturday night, the very first one who Jeremy actually predicted in the app. So if you know Jeremy, you knew that was coming for the uh, for the app predictor there. Um, didn't win. Didn't win. So somebody else is an absolute genius out there and picked Thomas OJ. His parents. I, I did. Yeah, there was a lot of Wildcat <laughs> families. Like yeah. I, I saw, like they all were on the mezzanine. I saw a lot of pilot jerseys, a lot of labels. Yeah, there a lot of the families. They must have brought most of them in or something like that. So wouldn't be surprised if it was oj's family that got it right so um look if if, if, awesome. it, if it was if it was them uh you know they're they, they can have the prize i don't even know what it was <laughs> but uh it's probably some gift cards for food that i i'd probably yeah that you probably want to put eat. in my belly anyway so yeah no he was uh one of the better players on friday getting his feet wet he was three for ten in the face-off circle friday uh saturday he was a little bit better in the face-off circle uh 57 like i said got his first goal um a little sad we didn't see the uh, you know the standard picture of Thomas Auger with the puck for his first goal. It's a pretty big moment for the kids, so a little sad we didn't see that from the uh, the hockey club. But the Rosemary Lynn Massage Wildcast Wildcat of the Week goes to number 22, Thomas Auger. Man, let's give away some stuff. 
You want to give away some stuff? Some stuff. We've been teasing this one for about a month and a half. Uh, just waiting like for the roster. Stuff. I like stuff. Um, we've got a $50 Visa gift card from Jeremy and I for our fifth anniversary uh, and all your support. So we thank you for that. We had about seven people enter the contest. Not as many as we actually thought. Um, you had to have, you had to come down with the Wildcats roster. And there were some curveballs in that opening night roster. Uh, Loshing, Tybell, Barbashev, Mueller, Auger. I said Auger. Auger. Danielle. Auger. Uh, Danielle. Cluche, Stewart, Langlois, LaBelle, Pavin, Sanchez, Olsen, Pilot, Ayasenza, Hamel, Moran, Darcy. The big swerve on everyone. And yeah, Philion made the team, but he wasn't on the opening night roster as it was Couture and Sheehan. So we uh, we had a few, and the winner is Mike Lane from Twitter, who had 16, even though nobody got the goaltender, as nobody would get the goaltender, because who's not going to put Philly on in the lineup for the very first game of the year? Well, that's the beauty about that contest, folks, yep. is that... Uh, no Dau, no, no Sammy Longname, yep. no Blagden, yep. no Philly on. Like, that is a <laughs> wrinkle that even we didn't see coming, but it worked out quite well. So, you know, that that's tough. I mean, uh, you have to be some sort of a genius to, you know, say that to get all the injuries and yeah. stuff right. So, um, yeah, congratulations. Uh, this is fun. Uh, fun contest. We're going to have some more as we go along here because, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're starting to... Uh, we're good people. We're good people. Yeah. And uh, we like stuff. We uh, do. Got some Welf, Welf Righam here. You know, yeah. You like Welf Righam? I, I, I do. Like some Simpsons? What do you got there? Uh, so, do you like stuff? <laughs> <laughs> and then speaking of that, we've got more stuff to give away. Uh, we did the poll last week. Um, we're going to do this more often this year. Uh we might go like a theme night where we're going to pick, you know, 90s boy bands or, you know, metal rock or country or whatever. Um, we just, Jeremy picked two songs. I picked two songs. It didn't matter what it was. Uh, he went Dirty Bit by the Black Eyed Peas. I went Metalingus by Alter Bridge, which is uh, Edge's theme song in the WWE. Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe and Live in La Vida, Ro- Live in La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. This was uh, a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. It was. Uh, <laughs> I sent it to the D- the DJ when I was telling him what song he was, and he's like, "How was it that close?" I'm like, <laughs> "I have no idea." Yeah, uh, I'm actually I, I'm not surprised that Dirty Bit got the most yeah. uh, votes, but I mean the fact that it wasn't fifty percent for Dirty Bit is was a huge shocker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the other three tied, Metalingus, yeah. Call Me Maybe and Living La Vida Loca. I actually thought Call Me Maybe was going to win. I thought so too. I had a feeling that it was going to get some some push cuz it's, it's literally the most recent song, yeah. is it not? It's only yeah. and it's 10 years old. Yeah. Uh so good on the people who, you know, actually knew what these songs were. <laughs> <laughs> I did help out by putting the uh yeah, the Spotify yeah, there yeah. cuz I'm like people yeah. probably looked at the Edge theme and went, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Dirty Bit won. It was played uh, during the first or during the second and third intermission. Uh, so only one person, well, three or four people responded. Only one person got it right. Uh, that was Sebastian Cormier of Twitter at Seabass1506. Kick his ass, Seabass! <laughs> <laughs> 
you're going to get that puck right there. You're Well, these other three that are autographed aren't being given away, but you are getting the 25th anniversary puck uh, from us. So congratulations on that. We really do appreciate it. And uh, like I said, stay tuned for more contests uh, throughout the year. Uh, we may have some tickets to give away, although I don't know how that's going to work if they're uh, mobile, but uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, We always do. Are we going to do their uh, music poll for uh, Friday night's game? I don't know if we can do a prize here, but... Uh... We'll 90s we edition, we can, yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned to the social medias. You know, there should be one that's WWE entrance. Imagine how amazing it would be if, if the Rick if the Rick Angle, the Kurt Angle song got played. <laughs> you, you suck. suck. <laughs> I, think if, I think if we do the WWE, the only caveat is we can't pick John Cena's music. Because that, that one's going to win easily. Yeah. Right? Like, that one's going to win in a landslide. But uh, no, maybe we'll do it. Yeah. I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> sexy boy. <laughs> Let's do a WWE theme for this Friday, so I'm stay not tuned. Your boy, uh, we'll have that. <laughs> we'll have that poll on uh, Thursday, uh, and uh, you know, you guys vote, and we'll put it on there, and we'll see if uh, maybe we'll come up with a little bit of a prize. We'll see how we feel. Uh, but that'll do it for this. Go to week's Walmart show. buy a WWE action figure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that'll do it for this week's show. Don't forget to get your tickets to the Era Night at the Avenir Center for Friday's game as they look back to the 1996 to 2000 teams. Uh, as we take on the Eagles, uh, should be, a, like I said early, this is a time to reduce the tickets. 1996 Coliseum pricing. Get some fans in the arena to see these celebrations. Um, again, likely not going to happen. I'm hoping we get some retro jerseys of that era. Again, unlikely to happen. But what is likely is we will be back next week to recap those games. Again, everyone, thanks for your continued support and downloads watching on YouTube. And please have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Turkey Day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.